We, good evening, we're continuing the Rambam Perik Nunalev, and I have to confess the Rambam is getting a little bit more challenging, and we're going to have to start, I'm going to have to start judiciously skipping around the inner text. I'll still give you the external ideas, but it's getting very wordy, and especially if you look in chapter 52, Martin, just to take a look on your sheets, your book, see how many pages it is. And we could be there for two weeks just on that. Oh, yeah. Easy. Three weeks. He's in India. Oh, wow. Wedding, family, etc. So we're going to just uh, do a little bit of this. I, I I don't even know if I'm going to finish this chapter. And I already I copied out from Rabbi Tolidano's book for the next chapter that uh, took uh, quite a lot of pages and just put it on two sides. So it'll make it more manageable. I'm just, this is... Uh, we're getting hit from all sides, as it were. No. But anyway, we're going to... But it's a dark. We're happy. Yeah, I'm happy. But we're I happy. Ha but as a teacher, I have to teach a way that people are going to be able to learn something, not for me just to read words. Everyone's going to fall asleep and get lost. So we got to keep this all in mind. Anyway, we are talking about ideas that were so obvious, they don't need any proof. No. And there's other ideas that are also pretty obvious, but people are not so smart, and they right. contort language, and they create problems such as, in the Rambam's time at least, with atoms and the theory of universals, uh, which is something I really jumped ahead, but that was really something later on, so I could skip that later on. And in those days, Ram felt that was an obvious thing too, but we have to go and discuss the linguist linguistics right. to show them that they're wrong. So now he's going to say the same thing as over here. Right over here, umizahakat. Umina sugazeh. And the same in page Ayin Vav, the right hand column, about eight, nine lines from the bottom by the number 13. Right. And similar topic is so, to, to, besides the atom theory and the theory of universals, so now let's talk about what's germane for us. Is the the negation of any essential qualities of Hashem. Okay? To say that Hashem has essential qualities, we have to negate that idea. Now, of course, where are people getting this idea from? Because the prophets use them. It's kind and this, all these other things. So what are we going to do with that? So obviously we have to negate it, and it really isn't that much to talk about because it's very logical that you can't attribute attributes to Hashem. But this is going to be our topic a little bit. May Hashem yourself. Because it's pretty self-evident. If you're going to give a description, which is not essentially that which you are describing, it's something that's added on and not essential. It's like a happening. In other words, if you're saying, you know, just like we said, a person, right? A person's a, whatever makes a person a person, the fact that he's big is not essential, right? Yeah. So we're going to do this with God, and we're going to say, well, Hashem has certain qualities. They're not essential, right? Well, we can't do that. The same thing, you know, you have a being and then you want to attribute uh, to that being. Now, we got to understand, well, what is the sense of that attribute that we're giving to Hashem over here? 
So let's try to understand. If the attribute that we are giving to the being that it's being attributed to, if it is essential to it, all you're doing is double talk. Right? For example, I'm going to tell you the quality of an autumn. He's an autumn. Okay? A quality of a human being, he's human. Oh, that's very interesting. So you've told me, you just told me the same thing. So what was the point of it? Ozia beer shame. You're only just explaining the name of what it is. The name is what it is. Right? Oh no. Oh, oh yeah, hey, beer shame. Or it's an explanation of the name. say a person is a rational living being. Okay, have you said anything different of what it is? Well, there's a name and they're describing the name. That's all it is. Nimsa kiachai hahoga, the rational animal, so to speak, who had some autumn is the truth of the person. So then, what's left to this? Ve'ain sham inyan shlishi. There's no third way of describing sulos hachai vahoga who autumn. The fact that he's living and he's rational. Vomator b'chaim v'goyom. That's how we're describing it. So Ella Hainian Torah that Perush Shemli Oser. So just explaining the name and nothing more. Kilo Amrit, as if you're saying Shadavar Asher Shmo Adam. This thing that's called Adam, who Adavar Hamurkov, it's a combination of Chiyus Vegayon, life and intelligence. Okay, so did you tell me anything new? In either either you're saying the exact same thing, or you're just describing what the name is, which is what it is. So that doesn't make any sense. So now he goes logically here. He needs bars. So what have I explained to you? Torah, when we talk about an, an attribute, there are only two ways an attribute can be understood. Only two ways. And the same thing will be when we're gonna, if we're going to try to apply it to Hashem. Either that attribute is the essence of what is being described, and really what is it? Via perish shame, and I was just telling me what the name means, which isn't really telling me much. And Adam is a rational animal. Well, that's what an Adam is—a living, rational being. Well, that's Adam. That's an attribute of Adam. Well, that's not an attribute of Adam. That's just another way of saying Adam. Okay. Now, what if we did that about God? Let's say we picked an attribute which would be what God is, even though it's not physical—not physical. But if you what God is. So, so for that reason alone, we wouldn't have a problem with it because it's not lying. If it's not physical and you're giving an attribute of God, which really is, but it's obviously not a physical thing and we don't even know what we'd be saying. But if you did, theoretically, if you said, if you said this attribute of God, but really what it is, is it's defining God, a real definition of God, which is metaphysical. Said I wouldn't have a problem elamit sadacher, but it's gonna be another reason that I gotta explain later on why I don't like it, uh, which is which is gonna be later on in Kamoshi's uh, bar in chapter fifty-two. That's only one more chapter. He says in in theory it wouldn't be wrong, but there's other reasons why I don't like that. Now, what's the other way we could be using an attribute of God? This is for sure not good. The attribute is beyond. What you're describing beyond God, 
That's extra. It's on top of God. How could it, it be? It, well, that's going to be the problem. So therefore, it's going to be a non-essential for God's essence. That's the only other way. If, if you're going to give an attribute to God, if I'm not saying it's allowed, but if you're going to attribute something, it can only be in two of, one of two ways. Right? Either it's going to be what God is already, you haven't done anything, really. You just said what God is. And that is something. He is something, just not corporeal. So that wouldn't be that bad. But I got another problem in chapter 52. I'll tell you what I don't like about that. But now you're going to say, no, there's God. God is what God is. We don't know what it is. But we can throw on another attribute. We're just going to connect it on to him. He says, well, we for sure can't do that. Okay? Because that's the only option you got. The problem is the Nevi'im have given God attributes. He's kind. What are you going to do with it? So we're going to say, well, it's another way of describing what God really is. Well, first of all, that's not going to work. Maybe a different attribute might, but not that one. But let's say, no, no, no. There's God. God, whatever he is, indescribable. But guess what? We can attach that he's kind. And that's not his essential nature. It's an add-on. Well, we can't do that. The fact that we're going to take that away from Hashem, so to speak, it's not going to help us. Even if you're going to say, well, that's not really God. But going, no, God is not kind, but kindness is an accidental thing that can be connected to God. But that's not who he is, but he can be attached with it. Well, that's for sure not good. If you should call in your nose of Alatsmus, if you're going to add anything to the essential, so you're adding on to something without giving it its perfection. That's accidental. That's going to now tell us it's got all kinds of other things. There's no, but one thing's for sure God is one. You can't have unity if you throw all the things in on him over there. So you're going to be one established essence. Mufsheta simple. Shame her cover. There's no combination. There's no ribbon and no multiplicity. Only one way, however you want to establish it. However you're going to qualify it, it's going to be one. And you can't divide into two topics. Not any reasons. You can't have any multiplicity beyond thought or even uh, uh, aside from thought or in any type of reality. As we're going to be proving in this entire essay of the whole book. So therefore, we can't say that God has an attribute even though it's not God. In other words, you're saying, well, we know God has no attributes, but he has an attribute, but it's not him. He says, you just, this is the word games we were talking about before. He says, you can't play these word games. It's not proper, right? And this has come to people who are supposedly thinkers. They say that these attributes are not his essence, and not outside of his essence. What does that mean? They say, well, it's not his essence, 
but it's also not outside his essence. So that well, well it's a good question. But it's like a boy with genital with a penis is not a boy. He could be a boy, but he's not a boy. Right? So to say, well, no, God, God is not defined by an attribute, but he could have attributes that don't define him. Wait a minute, but you're just saying he has attributes. See, you can't see his attributes, but he doesn't have attributes. It, it's, it's a linguistic trick. So I never said that God has an attribute of kindness. It's, it's just, uh, it's there. It's an add-on. Well, does he have it? Does he not have it? Well, no, but he is kind, but he doesn't have the attribute of kindness. So how could he have the attribute? Well, that, that's the point. Now, now if you're going to say that the S... What does Nick Lowe say? No, that, that's what he's yeah, saying. He's right? And, th and then he gets into the universals. He gets into the atoms, etc., etc. So we could skip about five or six lines. So you could, we, the, the next couple lines he already discussed with us. So you can skip down a little Where, bit. Uh, 26? Uh, 27? Avalheim over here. You're going to number after 26. Avalheim. Right over there, you see. So it's just getting into the free will and all these things. Saying, well, a person, they say a person uh, doesn't have free will, but he could choose uh, what attributes he wants to have. You're going to say, it has nothing to do with God knowing what he's going to do. Forget about that. That's a different issue. They're saying a person doesn't have uh, free will. But he still can decide to be a good person. And you can't say that. No. If you say he doesn't have free will, how can he decide to be a good person? But that's what I want to say. And I would say, want to, they're going to say, well, listen, you have no choice. Let's say if God knows everything, then you're going to do the bad thing. You have no free will. But I could also, but I could choose to be a good person. I, I, I don't know. If, I, I had to kill the guy, but I could be a good person. What do you mean? I had to kill the guy? Yeah, I was forced to kill the guy. But I could be a good person. Oh, wait a minute. You can't do that because did you have choice or did you not have choice? Did you choose to be a good person or not? So didn't you choose to kill the guy or not? You see, and that's exactly what you're seeing now with the left. They're doing this exactly the same thing. We're good people. We're, we're peaceful protesters. What are those buildings on fire for? Well, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Right? It's it's the Israelis were the ones who were at fault for the. It's their fault that the that their people got murdered. They forced everybody. Yeah, they forced our hand. Right? We can't deny. Are you going to deny that the Palestinians burnt your troll? We're not going to deny it. But we, are but we don't take forced. responsibility. Yeah, Why should take responsibility? The Jews made us. Okay. Now, in talk, in talk, you could say that. I mean, you can say that. And you could think you can get away with it, but if you put the two together, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's 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 like you know, uh, or like or the, or I'm telling what what this what this guy did the the what he called from the State Department about Biden and his uh, what do you call it this border policy? The, no, the documents. The what do you call the documents that are classified? They said they said basically the guy said. He violated the law. He knew what he, but he's so frail now. Frail. We wouldn't know how to deal with him now. Yeah. So I'm not going to press charges. No, not at all. 
Wait a minute. What are you saying exactly? He he knew he was breaking the law when he broke the law. Yeah, absolutely. But why didn't you take him to trial? Because he's too feeble to be taken to trial. Don't you see the sense of that, Shelley? Does that make a lot of sense? The words are very good. Yeah, but if you want to make sense out of the tour, wait a minute. So if he, but when he did the crime, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, but now he's feeble. So, yeah, but you can't try a feeble guy. Yeah, but, 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 when he, but when he did it, he wasn't feeble, right? And then, and then of course, they're going to say, well, the, the, the district attorney, whatever, said he, he didn't commit a crime. Okay, so let's remove him for the 25th uh, 25th Amendment if the if the president is incompetent. Well, that was just his opinion that he was incompetent. Yeah, that was it was his opinion not to try him, but that wasn't really a doctor who said that. Whoa. So since a doc and he was just speaking as the the, the 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 what do you call it, the district attorney, should he try him? That's we don't talk about trying the guy. Trying the guy, he could whatever reason he says he wants to go and try him, that's not on my business. He's not gonna try him. But he can run the country. Yeah. That's so what is it all? It's just words. It says words, but the words don't make any sense over here. Okay, so that's this. So Ella, we're back of all aim. So so how are people getting away with this? It's his mamas. You could take this out of the paper today. It's like mamas. Nothing has changed in eight hundred years. What they're doing tonight? What we learned yesterday? What? A boat. It's obvious, right? A fire is hot. Water is cold. Yes. The boy, the boy, I grow, the girl. But we, they word it differently now, and and it's all. And he wrote this eight, eight, nine hundred. And, years called, ago. and he, obviously, he had to deal with people who were saying, "God, what do you mean? God is merciful. God is merciful." But he can't. I didn't say he is merciful. I just says he's merciful. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the quality of being merciful. He's just merciful. But that, that's an Adam. But that's not who he is. So we do say this all the time. Okay, so Ram's going to explain it yeah, in the subsequent it. chapters. It he's going to say, so now I got to bother to explain to you. But he's saying the whole reason people got into this is because they wanted to defend the prophets. Right? Ella, Shehem, what is it? Shepi, Kefi, Shatidib, it's like you know. And anyone who doesn't want to lie to himself, if you don't want to lie to yourself, you know what this is from. They are protecting their philosophies with a lot of words and misleading parables. And they are bringing the truths by screaming a lot. All kinds of uh, dialects and all different kinds of things. But... Uh, and they're just making up words that make it sound good. You know, it's like, listen, his son, Hunter Biden, was smoking drugs in the White House. Is, don't you see how much Joe loves his family? He's a loving father. How could you, what do you mean? What father wouldn't take care of his child? Now, Trump, he's a mean, terrible guy. But jump, Joe, he's, see, it's, it's, can't you see the love that Joe has? What are, why are you looking at the negative? What's the matter with you? Hypocrite, you, right? <laughs> right? Because share. But the truth is, Mr. Liar, if you have uh, whatever, the press secretary would review what she says. Because share, yachs are omrim, umakaimim drachamelo. 
But if you would really just stop, review what you just said, and think about it honestly. Is what you're saying makes any sense? Well, you You won't find anything. Just confusion and a lack of intelligence. He's trying to make exist what doesn't exist. Right? She doesn't have male, he doesn't have female organs, but she is. But it doesn't exist. Or believer emtsoi, or try to get a emtsoi is like a mean. In other words, the mean between two things. But a mean, let's get the mean. What's the mean between one and a hundred? So you'll say fifty. Okay, you can make a mean when both things are numerals. Okay, what's the mean between one and red? There's no mean. Well, we'll find a mean. There is no mean. Okay. Find a mean between a boy and a girl. Can there be a mean between a boy and a girl? Well, really, a tumtum maybe. Okay, but to say the guy's trans—that's not a mean. No. I mean, either there's X Y chromosomes, or there's X X X chromosomes. What's the the, the transvest, whatever they call these guys? They're 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 looking to find a mean. You can't find a mean when there's no mean over there, right? Or or shame with two opposites that has no mean in between. Right. Can you find the mean between something that exists and something that doesn't exist? Okay, let's. Uh, what's the mean between uh, Martin and an imaginary fable character that doesn't exist? What's the mean? Or the mean between two things where one is the other? Why did they get to that? It's calls come from that silly imagination. And that's where the Rambam now is saying imagination could be a very dangerous tool. You can imagine, yeah, I imagine that a boy could be a girl. And, and I'm going to prove it to you. And I'm going to use a lot of word speak. And I'm going to convince you that's so. Whatever you're thinking is from things that you already have schema of. Shame Asher said are specific things. In other words, your brain works of things that you know exist. And all these things have some kind of descriptions. There's some characteristics. You can't find something uh, that does not have physicality without using some physical descriptions. Okay, describe something that's not corporeal. Well, uh, the only way I could describe it is with something that's corporeal. And I guess I'll just do that. But he, and what's going to happen? So now Hashem's a combination of so many things. That's his essence. So now we got added things to his essence. Okay. And there were those who can compare and establish in their minds a body with attributes. And some people just get rid of all types of corporeality and still end up with attributes. Saying, okay, God has no physical thing, but he has attributes. 
But attributes means physical. No, 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 no. He's not physical, but he has attributes. Doesn't go. That all happened because the prophets told us this. And as I will establish in further chapters, I'll explain what the prophets mean over here. So therefore, where the previous chapter, where he says it's possible that language fails us in explaining things uh, that are really true, but we can think of it. We can think about things we can't explain. Right. Here, language can explain things that are falsely explaining what Hashem is because we're using the language as the basis of defining Hashem. So now the next chapter, we're not going to go in the text and I'm going to give you out another thing that has a summary in Hebrew. It's going to be that as well. That's for tomorrow. And we will discuss uh, where it says the five types of attributes and defining God. There's five basic attributes we'll learn tomorrow. We're going to see why four can absolutely not be used for Hashem and one can. And that's going to be the way out of all the descriptions of the attributes of Hashem. That's uh, going to be tomorrow. Hashem. Okay. Have a good night. All righty.